0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Hey
1: everybody, it's Jackie Jing and I am with my best friend Cece. Hello. Oh, there she is. And um for this episode of the Jing Dynasty podcast, um, I really I really wanted to let the oracle shine here. And um, I picked the topic that I chose um, because I think that she, with her presence, has helped me deal with this issue a lot. Um, And basically, like what I have learned from Cece, is life is not an emergency unless you make it so. And um, we're always going to have problems come up in our life, problems are an inevitable part of life but instead of looking at them like crises or like the whole world ending and melting around you you have to just be like i can learn from this i can become enlightened by this i can become stronger and greater because of this and um I do think we touched on that a little bit in our last podcast about, you know, embracing um, trauma, embracing pain, instead of running away from it, you know, like, why am I going through this? Um, I think Cece and I have been forced to go through really painful situations, and that has made us more tolerant. And it has also helped us really keep things in perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, obviously, the loss of my brother Um, without a doubt, like I just can never like things happen and I'm just like, oh, but you've been so, so low, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, um, I think that for you, you know, you are a special needs teacher Mm -hmm. and you have dealt with situations that literally, you know, I'll, you'll text me something and I'll literally look at my phone, like I'll double take it. Yeah. And I'm like, what did she just say a student did? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And I don't want to like, I don't want to, um, you know, take that away from you. I, re- I would like to hear from your perspective, like talk about, um, you know, what you deal with on a day to day basis as a special needs teacher, um, and how you've learned to deal with that. Because I think, uh, our friendship and see, you know, I'll tell her I had a hard day. I'll be like, I'm stressed out. And then I'm always like, who am I talking to? Like someone who has to endure stress, like on another level all day. You know what I mean? So I, yes. Anyway, I want the Oracle to shine. So, um, shine bright, little A-bright and, uh, talk to A-bright, by the way. I don't know if everybody knows A-bright is one of her gamer tags. So I, Literally, I we've we've been friends for like more than a year now, and I literally will call her Abright still, <laughs> even though her name is Cecilia, and I call her Cece. But anyway, okay, I digress. So, um, yeah, if you can just like elaborate on what you deal with on a day to day basis and how you've learned to deal with it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, being a special education teacher, you live in crisis moments a lot. And I walk on eggshells a lot with students. You, you know those students where you need to be more careful in approaching them. You know, day to day, they could be in different moods. And depending on how they come in, you need to go about the day in a different way. And that's not to say you cater to them or you give in. You still hold the demands of the day as you would any other day. But we understand that we need to reduce our nonverbal uh, communication. We need to um, do more hand signals. You know, you just, you change based on how the student is feeling. And that's in friendships as well. You know, you kind of, like you um, say, read the room. So you need to be able to
1: you know, understand. No, I think without a doubt, you and I yeah, have a lot of awareness. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause CC acts like she doesn't have, she's like, Oh, I'm so socially awkward and stuff like that. But <laughs> she actually has a lot of awareness. Um, like she does know, she does know how to read these students and how to stay calm. I don't know how she does that. And I think that, you know, because of my job interviewing celebrities and, And, um, you know, having to interview players who are really young, like you really know how you have to learn how to interpret people really quickly and well, you know, um, I don't know, like you can elaborate more on from your perspective, but you know, for me, when I was younger, I just, I just was a bulldozer, you know? And it's funny, I watched a TikTok video recently and it talked about how, people don't like listening to other people. And they think people who talk a lot and overshare come off needy. And actually, like, people who overshare felt like they weren't being seen or heard when they were younger. And so they kind of, like, do it a lot because it's just, like, uh, frankly, like a coping mechanism or some sort of way that they've been conditioned, you know? And so it was funny because, like, you know, I've talked on past podcasts about how I bust it all out. I tell everyone what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was younger, I was extremely shy and didn't talk. And then I was bullied. You know what I mean? So I think, um, you know, sometimes I can overshare and talk a lot. um, And it's because definitely it's slightly social awkwardness. um, But, and I do think feeling for a lot of my life, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was being seen or heard or I was being like sequestered, you know? Um, but then it's like I've learned, you know, as I've gotten older, that there needs to be a balance too. Like you can't be, you know, coming in hot like a bulldozer all the time too. And he, I'm gonna go off on another freaking tangent here for the anime watchers. People always ask me why I like Bakugo, and um, I love Bakugo. Because I relate to him so much because Bakugo has a good heart and has good intentions, but he kind of just like spews out everything without thinking or without any awareness. You know what I mean? Like he blows up at people. He gets himself in trouble. He's impulsive. um, Like he does a lot of stuff. Like I really, by the way, he's an Aries, like obviously the writer knew Mm -hmm. what he was writing to, but, um, you know, like I have struggled with that my whole life, especially when I was younger and it was not out of, um, you know, I, I cared about people and I really wanted to help people just like Bakugo does, you know, and I, I had my goals and I was like super driven for them, but I ended up like really irritating people and, um, ruffling people the wrong way when really it was just like passion, um, unbridled passion, you know, but, um, with time I've learned that you need to have, um, this awareness of others or, you're, you're just gonna make people unhappy around you. And I think it's crazy because like, I think Cece, you are so aware because you're, you're around a group that's just so sensitive, yeah. if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I like, have
2: to be an observer. Yeah. You know, how my kids are feeling, thinking, you know, what could they be thinking in that moment? What could be the triggers of them spewing out, you know, um, a swear word or something like I hate you or
1: even worse, you know, things that they've said. Oh, girl, they she is sugarcoating it for y'all <laughs> right now. She has told me about students stabbing other people with pencils, um, students ripping her room to shreds, oh, yeah. uh, being headbutted, mm-hmm. getting bitten. I mean, like. To have the patience that this woman has, to uh, have the awareness that she has, the tolerance that she has, the humility that she has—like, I mean, Aww. it is—it is beyond me. It is truly beyond me because, like, I literally, literally, I was talking to CC a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and our printer is not working, and I was like, I'm throwing it off the balcony. <laughs> It's going to go. And she was like, please don't throw it off the balcony. It costs $80. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't care anymore. It does not work. We have to unplug it every time and plug it in. It's barely on this shelf. It like almost falls off every time. And I'm just like trying to get it to work. And it's just like, I'm like, I don't even have the patience for this printer. She obviously has the patience of a saint. Yeah, I um, like, so I- Let's
2: try this. Okay, let's fix it this way. Let's see what we can do.
1: Well, I think my big question for you, Cece, Mm -hmm. is like, you know, at the top of this podcast, I said, like, life isn't an emergency unless you make it so. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times I have the experience of myself making something an emergency and having to learn to calm myself down, learning to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. sadness is going to end, pain is going to end, um, happiness is going to end. You know, and basically, yeah. you know, pain will pass and relish in the good moments. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's kind of how I've learned to deal with things and, and escalating the this emergency crisis thoughts that kind of pop up in my head right away. But for you, that's like me reacting to myself. For you, you are reacting to emergencies and crises and, and somehow working your way through it. And I guess I really wanted to pick your brain about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just never had a sense of urgency. Like, I have always been very... If
1: y'all, like, for real, this girl has no sense of urgency. I'm doing everything a mile a minute. I'm like, okay, we got to sell this. We got to put this up on Patreon. We got to get this going. And then she's like... But it's about setting priorities. So mm-hmm. I don't Doo-doo-doo. have a sense oh, of I didn't, urgency. I didn't click that email open yet. Whoopsie. Ha-ha. And I'm, like, staring at her. I'm like... I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because it's like, but it. I do think that that's amazing trait that you have. Like I'm yeah. definitely like unbridled enthusiasm and passion. And uh, that is definitely a strength, but like you literally know how to slow things down, yeah. which is something I'm constantly working on. So yeah. not excelling at. For
2: me, I just see it as, okay, let's set our priorities. What is most immediate and we understand rationally, okay, this is, this must be done today or within the hour. And we set timelines and what is it we can hold off, you know, and it's not in like, it's not life or death. So for me, I've, I just don't have a sense of urgency because I don't see anything as life or death, or it's going to harm us if this doesn't get done right away. So, and I think my experience as a teacher Has really taught me to slow down because my kids aren't learning at the pace that I would love for them to learn at. They are slow. They are behind, and they have gaps. They have learning gaps. So not only
1: that, but slow learners. They're that, but also I think like you deal with a lot of kids who are dealing with a lot, right? Yeah, they
2: do have a lot. Socioeconomic status. Um, There's a lot um, with home life that is affecting that as well. So not just the special education, but I work at a Title I school. So I understand having their needs met, clothes, um, shelter, you know, some of them are living in extended households. So they have 10 people, you know, they share beds with multiple people. So they do come from really harsh conditions um, but also with tagging on that with a learning disability, it really has made me gain more patience and taught me to slow down. And I've applied that to my life. I mean, I, I worked, I wanted to be a teacher since I was 14. Um, so having that mindset and learning what it takes to be a teacher and kind of like the character traits and everyone. Telling me that I have all these traits that would make me a great teacher. And just honing in on that, strengthening those traits that everyone has told me like these are your great qualities and you need to build those up stronger, you know. And
1: well, I think that's why we're a great team mm-hmm. um, because we are very different. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of similarities too. Yeah. I always say um- we balance
2: each other out. <laughs>
1: No, certainly. I mean, literally she knows how to slow things down. She also knows how to get little things done. Like I have a lot of grand big ideas And a lot of things get done, you know, like on a grander scale because I'm so determined. But then there's a lot of little things that fall through the cracks and that ends up not letting those bigger things come to fruition. But like CC helps me so much with like getting little things in my life organized, you know, like honestly, we're like the perfect team. Mm -hmm. But the one big thing that I do think that we that make us. I mean, I know I'm not calm, but I know and I think you know this, too, one of my strengths is that I am a survivor, and I know, mm-hmm. like, when an emergency strikes, I just might be a little panicked in the moment, but I'm quick to recover, and I yeah. know I'm going to survive. Yeah. You know, like, I think she can say that without a doubt. Right. And I think with you... Yeah, I'm like, you'll be fine. You c- that's what I, I'm just yeah. telling you, you'll be all right. You know, I, I know that a lot. And I I'll be like, fine. I don't know. Yes, you know but I- then I'm like... <laughs> but see, I think that's where you excel, is that you're, you're really good at, like... Being an observer, like you said, like you can see on the outside an emergency, yeah, and and still diffuse it really well because you're also really good at like not like not reacting to personal emergencies. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think that she ever really has personal emergencies. She's just like <laughs> so put together. But um, no, no, no. I think the big takeaway from all this is that um, sorry, what were we gonna say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, I just meant no, no, no not put together.
2: That's saying it. You know, I just. I see life as not an emergency as our, you know, topic.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, but it's hard, you know, I think that, um, people put a lot of meaning in their, like they want to achieve so much and they want praise. They want recognition. They are seeking approval. And that like all of those things, um, put you in crisis mode, put you in emergency mode. And I do think that, cc is allowed to remain as calm as she does because she's not seeking fame she's not seeking power she's not seeking a ton of money um she's not seeking approval from anybody you know like and um those are things that we can all practice more Mm -hmm. um you know like she helps check me a lot like i'll be like oh this post or this and that you know i mean and she's like all right we gotta put in perspective like who gives it are you having fun? And I'm like, yeah, we're having fun. We're making it work, you know? Um, But then you also, like, I'm just really driven. And I think that's a good quality to have too. It's just like good to have that balance. But the big thing that I think is like, that I've learned from this conversation is like, you need to have compassion for others, but you need to have compassion for yourself Mm -hmm. or you're always going to be in crisis mode. Like if you are not kind to yourself and you are, in a situation where you get fired or you lose something super important or, um, like you get into a car accident all this stuff, like, and you go, you, you are not compassionate with yourself and you're not like, okay, like, let's be easy. Let's like keep things grounded here. Like, like if you aren't compassionate and good and kind to yourself in those really bad moments, like you're going to explode. And exactly like
2: see it as it's just this moment. It's not, Permanent. it's not gonna last forever this moment will pass and it'll be better like when you see a situation yeah. we're gonna face it and you know move on yeah so that's one thing and is overcome. be compassionate with yourself Yeah. sorry what? oh I just said and overcome it whatever it is like in the moment you can't be like what if what if you know there's no what ifs like we need to face it when it arises
1: A you know? 100% I mean I think that One thing I've learned with life too is like, you can't keep on asking like, what if, what if, what if, like you just have to like set up your life for moments, capitalize off them. If they fail, they fail. You got to just like keep on moving. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like so important to be like kind to yourself. Like when you have those failures, like it's okay because like something better is going to come. Like my brother used to always say like the best is yet to come. Yeah. Um, but so be compassionate with yourself. But I think one thing you can learn from Cece is like, you need to be compassionate to others as well, mm-hmm. because if you're not compassionate to others, that's going to put you in crisis mode. If she reacted to those kids, temper tantrums, yeah, biting me. she would be in crisis mode all the time. She would be in crisis yeah. mode all the time. And imagine a child biting you or headbutting you or stabbing another kid, you know, like I would go in crisis mode real damn fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, if that, you're a huge, you're teaching people a lot of lessons by being like, if I can stay, if I cannot be in crisis mode in those situations, then we should all be able to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the big thing. Like, when a guy's honking at you on the 401 and he's cussing you out, like, do you get in crisis mode and start getting amped up or no like today Mm -hmm. CC I was I just um, sold some products on Mercari go check out Mercari.com slash Jackie Jing I'm selling some products there Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like oh this is false advertising and like started coming at me and like he sent me screenshot after screenshot and he was like blowing up my phone. I literally was like, oh my gosh. So then I was like, okay, sir, um, like I understand that you're upset and I'm willing to work with you. I'm like, I'm at Home Depot right now, but like I'm going to get home and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll hit you up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, don't, don't be worried. Like I'm not going to leave you hanging here. You know what I mean? And I like made sure to reassure him. And then when I got home. I did my research and I said, hey, this is what I sold you. This is what the prices are. Um, I said, I, I gave you a significant discount. And then he retreated. He was like, oh, yeah, um, you're right. Actually, these work. And you know what I mean? But it was like he mm-hmm. he got home and went into crisis mode and then just started you know blowing me up. And hey, he's human. Like, we all do that, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't react compassionately to himself. He wasn't like, okay, like, let's take a breath and figure this out. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, but I could have reacted to him and I started to feel the anxiety. I was like, oh my God, did I sell him the wrong thing? Did I do, you know what I mean? Like I started to freak out Mm -hmm. and then I was like, calm down, like, let's do our research Mm -hmm. and figure it out. So it's just about like being compassionate with others and being compassionate with yourself, like a hundred percent. And we're past 20 minutes. So we're wrapping it there. Unless you want final thoughts from Stacey? Here's my my journal of Jackie Jing's thoughts for the world, but for anyway, in
2: compassion for yourself,
1: that's a good preach, girl, preach. Well,
2: that's you. Right. That's
1: what you said. <laughs> anyway, so bye interview. everybody. All
2: right, we love bye. you guys.
1: Um, thank you so much for listening to the Jing Dynasty podcast, the latest episode. Um, please let us know if there are topics that you would like us to chat about because we're down. Just let us know. And um, yeah, we are dropping this podcast every Wednesday morning. So make sure you're ready for that weekly video, that weekly podcast. We also do trailer reactions on my YouTube page. So make sure you subscribe there and uh, just follow me on all the different social media platforms. I'm psycho. I um, literally stream Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday in the evening. Um, I'm always trying to create content for y'all. I'm, I, I don't even know how to not do a TikTok anymore. It's like absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. So um, make sure you follow us on All That Jazz and we will see you later. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.